Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Going to uh, get into some of the audio from the general manager's meetings yesterday. Maybe you don't do this with Brian Cashman. <laughs> I don't know. Of the Yankees. I don't know if you could have a worse appearance in front of the media than Brian Cashman had yesterday. Contentious, defensive. He got absolutely owned by the some of the, the reporters and writers there for the Yankees. It got... It's that tough New York media. It got heated. Well, it was Scottsdale media, apparently. I mean, I'm sure some of them were from New York, but yeah, I it mean, was... it was it was horrible. It, you couldn't have. I know AJ Preller catches a lot of grief uh, for his media appearances, and I and I think that's warranted. It led me to think: Would I rather have that than a, would I rather have AJ Preller and his non-answers, or like AJ Preller um... defending every horrible move he's made? And like people looked at Brian Cashman yesterday, Ben, and they said, "Oh, so you're you're like gone, gone. Like you're you're now you've lost it. Like you clearly don't see that you're a problem." AJ at least verbally took responsibility. Correct. E- even though you know he's not the one who ultimately lost his job or anything. At least verbally, he said at the end of the season, "Hey." My team, I put it together. You know, I, I, the, you are what your record says you are. And exactly. that's not the direction that Brian Cashman went Brian yesterday. Ca- I mean, I, I can't wait to play this for you guys. It is, it's, it's absolutely riveting audio. It was riveting audio. He like turns and gets kind of in a reporter's face a little bit. So we'll find all the, uh, the choice nugs from that and play those for so, you. So yeah, they do have some meetings with the media there in Scottsdale. As we talked about yesterday, there are actual, like meetings that they're going to. Yeah, you know, ballroom seven, uh, the discussion on the pitch clock, the discussion on the automated strike zone. They're busy. You know, their schedules are filled during the day while they're there. And it's led to, uh, possibly a bit of a pause in the Padres managerial search. I mean, you don't, you don't really expect the Padres to name a manager while AJ's on the road in Scottsdale, I think. That's why you had a bunch of them were done a couple of few days ago before they started those meetings. The problem is, though, if you have guys that it, – it leads me to believe that they don't know what they want or – right? Because the longer you wait, you do run the risk of another team swooping in. I don't, I don't know how much demand there is for Schilt or Flaherty. 
uh, or David Ross or or well, Ben, at least with ben Clary, Clary, they would have to grant permission, right? I would think so. Yeah, because they're both here and under contract, right? So um, I don't. You do run that risk though of like another if they team. Buck Showalter, he could take the Brewers' job today. Correct. I look at it this way: AJ may have already made up his mind. Perhaps they're even in negotiations or yeah. in agreement with someone with Could their be. agent on a contract, and but they've asked to say, hey, let's keep it on the down low because we can't really announce it today. Because once we announce it, everyone's going to expect what? Press, Press conference, conference to yeah. introduce the new man. Well, they're not going to do it in Scottsdale. And AJ, we know, is in Scottsdale for, I think, until at least the end of tomorrow. So you kind of have to wait until at least at least tomorrow night or Friday, to say something, and you don't want to do it on a Saturday. So it's either probably going to be announced late Thursday, and then he comes back and does a press conference on Friday, or you hear it maybe on Sunday, and there's a press conference on Monday or Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I don't think anything is going to be announced today because the logistics of it, unless you know someone leaks loose lips, sink ships, and someone leaks something, and all of a sudden Jeff Passan has it, then you can't really avoid it, but... Right now, it doesn't make a lot of sense to make an announcement on a manager when you can't do anything about it for a couple of days because you're not in town. You're in Scottsdale at the meetings. You're not going to introduce your new manager in Scottsdale. You're going to do it at Petco Park in front of the local media where you know we can show up and Sammy can be there and, and Mud and Don and everyone gets there for the introductions and Eric Gruppner will be there. You're not going to do it when AJ's in Scottsdale. So, yeah, it's kind of in that sense... The news is on hold for a couple of days here while those general managers' meetings go on in Arizona. Yeah, it, it's going to be uh, – I think you're right, man. It could be Friday. could be even next week. So um, I know that you know there are people out there that are, are impatient. I'm, I'm one of them. I'd like to get this – get it going and, and give us something to talk about instead of speculate about. I'd love to hear you know whoever it is. There, I, I can't wait for the opening press conference. It's their, you know, real shot at at either winning over the media or leaving people scratching their heads when you talk about managing games in your mind. Um, the media, we are good at at taking little nuggets and running with them. So whoever it is, Ben, better knock it out of the park. But you're right, probably best to do it at Petco Park. You do the full on man. You know, here's your jersey, and uh, you know, do the press conference there. We need a contestant for Take Buttons on Woods. On right. Buttons on right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got a new prize for the month of November. It has come in, so this is your first chance to qualify for a two-night stay at the fantastic Resorts World Las Vegas, one of the newest, maybe the newest uh, big-time mega hotel on the Strip, plus two tickets to superstar Luke Bryan. Uh, he has announced his final shows of his record-breaking Las Vegas headlining engagement at Resorts World Theater. Five-time entertainer of the year has fans on their feet in a high-energy electric performance that features only in Las Vegas production elements. Final show dates run December 29th through January 6th. Tickets are on sale now at rwlasvegas.com, but you can win that trip and the tickets by beating or tying Woods. We'll put you into our qualifying drawing at the end of the month if you can do so, but you got to call in now, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll play our game in just a couple of minutes. Is this Luke Bryant? Uh-huh. Uh, Dennis Dottle will join us at the bottom of the hour, and then uh, don't forget, 835, Will Venable. Yeah. Associate manager to Bruce Bochy of the Texas Rangers, world champion, former Padres outfielder, is going to be with us at 835 for a conversation. I am very much looking forward to uh, coming up here in just over an hour. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm very excited about that as well. Um, 
Lot to ask him about. Lots yep. to talk about. We had, we were kicking it around the other day, man, you know, uh, interviewing to be a manager. I'd really love to know what that entails. Like, what does that actually entail? Do they do scenarios? And has Will interviewed to be a manager before? I know he's been asked. I, I do right. believe he, he declined. He declined at least a couple. Now, he may have secretly interviewed for some jobs that we don't know about. And, uh, you know, I may... I may ask him about that a little bit. I'd love I'm not to sure do how a, much he wants to reveal there. I'd love to do a mock interview with a GM just to see what it would really truly be like and how bad I would stumble all over myself. <laughs> I would think that it would be harder to separate baseball candidates than, say, a football head coach yeah, this interview. Is, this is my offensive scheme. Yeah, you know, this is my defensive scheme. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run this. We're gonna do some up tempo here. Right. I like you know the, the plan here will be on defense. Culturally, here's kind of how I, I see I see us setting things up. I've got some plans for training camp and how that's going to work. And you can talk about that a lot in baseball. It's tough. You don't. Let's be honest. As much as we celebrate people who think outside of the box in baseball, you can get swatted down pretty quickly for thinking too far outside the box. No question about it. You have to. You. It's great to be innovative and make changes, but you got to be subtle about it. Sometimes you got to have a little sugar with the medicine. When you're making changes in baseball, because there is always going to be that old school element that's like, I don't know about this. He's come in and we're going to do spring training completely differently this year. You know, there's no more PFP. You have to do kind of the same things that everyone else is doing and then sneak in things like the high velocity pitch training and some of the new elements that are added to it. Make it kind of fun and interesting for the players. Well, some of the stuff that the the Rangers did, you know, when they took on the Astros and how they... We're swinging, you know, inches over the ball uh, because of of God, uh, Valdez and his fastball, right? Like all of those things, and that these are all things we can ask Will Venable about. They prepared very well, uh, very very well, and, and ended up winning a World Series. So that's the fascinating stuff about baseball. But I do, I would love to have a GM say, "All right, this is kind of what we do," and and to actually do a mock interview. Would they actually ask you about scenarios in a game? Like in Little Big League, remember that movie Little Big League? They put that kid through, that. The, through yeah. the ringer, yeah, and he, and he knocks he, he it out knew of all the, park. the answers. Yeah, but that, I mean, if you don't know those answers, I guess it would be disqualifying. But you don't need to ask like seventy of them, right? Once you realize, Couple. all right, he knows how baseball works. Would he be in there if he didn't? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> would you get to this point where you even need to check on it at this? I don't know. All right, we got a contestant on the line. Uh, let's play. It's time for Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 This is just a part of the studio. Jason enters the chat. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm fine. All right. I just just read the prize, so uh, we'll just get right to it. If you can uh, beat or tie Woods in our five-question musical trivia challenge, Put you into the drawing for November for Las Vegas, and we'll even let you choose the category here. Your choices. Dress to the nines. Those are five musical answers that include the number nine. Knock, knock. Five songs with knock or knocking in the title. Or I want more. Uh, That would be five songs with the word more in the title. So, Jason, dress to the nines, knock, knock, or I want more. What would you like to play? Uh, let's go dress to the nine. Dress to the nine. It's been sitting there for a while. Okay, today we're looking for five musical answers. So that could be song titles or artists that include at least one 
number nine somewhere in there. You'll have 60 seconds to get as many of the five as possible. You don't know one or uh, it's at the tip of your tongue, you can always pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question is our two-second song. Uh, Polly's going to play some music. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. So, Jason, you ready to play? Let's go. Uh, let's do it. 60 seconds on the clock. Category dressed to the nines. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Jason. Let's take on Woods. Uh, 99 Left Balloon by uh, Nina. Correct. Dolly Parton got both Oscar and Grammy nominations for which 1980 hit from her office comedy movie co-starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Uh, and Dabney Coleman, yes. 9 to 5. Correct. The iconic logo for which band features both the letter N and the mirror image of the letter N? Nine Snails. Correct. The second verse of which 2000 hit by Jay-Z describes his real-life traffic stop in New Jersey when he got away with having cocaine in a secret compartment in his sunroof. Uh, 99 Problems. Correct. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends is the iconic beginning to which Emerson, Lake, and Palmer classic that features a play on words in the title. Oh, God. Uh, come on. I wanted to be perfect today. Uh, <laughs> not, oh, God. Why can't I use a stupid name of that song? <laughs> uh, oh, God. That's my last one, right? It is. Ah. And the time is up. You got the four. That's a good score on this category. The one you didn't get, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, is Carnival 9 is the name of that song. Uh, you got 99 Loof Balloons, 9 to 5, 9 Inch Nails, and 99 Problems. Hang on the line, Jason. This could be, could be interesting today. Could be good. This could be interesting. I think it might hold up. We'll see. All right, Woods does not get the category. He comes back in. Going cold. Jason's score is locked in. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Jason. Ninety-nine Luft Balloons by somebody. Pass. Dolly Parton got both Oscar and Grammy nominations for which nineteen eighty hit from her office comedy movie, co-starring Jane. Nine to five. Correct. The iconic logo for which band features both the letter N and the mirror image of the letter N. Nine Inch Nails. Correct. The second verse of which two thousand four hit by Jay Z describes his real life traffic stop in New Jersey when he got away with having ninety nine co- problems. Correct. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Is the iconic beginning to which Emerson, Lake, and Palmer classic that features a play on words in the title. Nine Taints. Go back to our two second song. 99 Luft Balloons by, I, I want to say Nina Cherry, but that's not it. Is that right? It's not right. It's not right. Did I lose? You did. Oh! Four to three. Congratulations, yeah, wow. Jason. It's just Nina. N-E-N-A. Oh, God. I can't give it to you, though. I can't give it to you. You didn't even really say the answer. So I said Nina Cherry. Yeah, but you didn't say the answer. I'm giving it to Jason. An outright win today. Congratulations, Jason. Hang on the line. What was the Emerson, Lake, and Paul? Carnival 9. Carnival 9. You know the song, though. Probably, but I have no idea. Congratulations. Uh, you get a daily ditty pick as well tomorrow, uh, if you'd like, Jason. So, uh, Polly will get all your information during the break. And right in, the winning streak is over with a new prize for Vegas on the line. Have fun at Luke Bryan. Dress to the nines was the, uh, was the category there. I have not lost in so long. Number nine? I have not lost in so 
long. It has been a while. Damn it. All right, congratulations, Jason. Uh, we'll get to that uh, Brian Cashman audio coming so up good. and don't do this it's from the and bad. Uh, GM meetings in Scottsdale coming up next. Uh, we'll be back after a check of traffic here with Bennett Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Starts pumping out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's, let's get right to it because we got a couple of uh, chunks of audio yes. we want to play with Don't Do This Today. It's going to be our focus of this segment. Uh, Brian Cashman of the New York Yankees. Dude, goes out la- uh, yesterday and does a little media scrum. A scrum, for those of you that don't know, is when the media gathers around and they uh, pepper him with questions. Yeah, not at a, an official podium press conference nope. scenario, but more of an informal <laughs> gathering of the media around a subject. So... <laughs> He talks about, in this first clip, um, everybody saying that he and Aaron Boone are too married to analytics in baseball. 
know, and I think it's been put out there. So people talk about we're analytically driven, right? Do you know where the sec uh, the the least large we have the smallest analytics department in the American League East? Oh, is that a shocker to you guys? We have the largest pro scouting department. Is that a flex? Is that, a flex? is that a shocker to you uh, to everybody? Shouldn't be. He, oh, we're the sec uh, the stop. He thinks that he's. He thinks that he's doing something there, and I think the, the I mean, you're the you're the New York Yankees. You've got more money than well, you feels like you used to have more money than you knew what to do with, and now your your general manager is saying, "Hey, listen, I, we barely spend any money on analytics at all." I get that there's a, been a bit of a backlash to an, analytics, but a, a really an effective translation of what Brian Cashman just said was: people think we're smart, but we're, we're not. not. We're not. Don't make that mistake. In we fact, are not you thought, as smart you thought we were smart, right? As you think that we are. We don't spend <laughs> money on things like analytics. When the general manager in 2023, by the way, who's done, he's got some skins on the wall, certainly. It's been a long time. That being said, that's not the flex that you think yeah. it is. Or people think we're doing everything possible we to can win. to win. We're not. we're not. Don't make that mistake. We're definitely not doing that. <laughs> so he got. I mean, he got dragged for that quote. New York media this morning is they were salivating. People were saying they're going to talk about this for decades <laughs> to come. That's how much it, it resonated in New York. Joel Sherman, uh, Ben, I think we've had Joel on the show before. Really, really good reporter. He and Cashman. All right, listen. You got to hear. Listen intently for for Sherman's question. Maybe you're making well, a point on behalf of others. young players come up and succeed in the major leagues. Am I missing the young players who are coming up with the Yankees? Offensively, no, Brian, with the Reds. So, so you're saying that we we can't produce major? I'm not saying you can't. I'm asking you described it as indisputable. I'm asking you where, like, the, ultimately. But you, but the example you want to say right now is is Volpe, I guess, and Cabrera. Those Cabrera, are the two, right? Cabrera, Peraza. Like, if they were performing, they would have kept getting more at-bats. They didn't perform, and they didn't. But Peraza's not getting everyday reps. Right. He's got Glaber, he's got Volpe now, he's got LeMayhew. Prior to that was Donaldson. There was not a lane for him to even play. So I don't even know why he used Peraza. Oh, God. Well, these are your young players. I understand that, but he's got to have a spot to play for you to be able to use well, his name. Well, if he would have hit, he would have played more. Pause. He didn't hit. So, again, talking about, uh, I think it's Oswaldo Peraza. Uh, up-and-coming prospect, and they're like, but you said that you guys are great at developing and getting guys to the big leagues. Brian, you're also the guy that signed LeMayhew and an aging Josh Dunn. You blocked them. If you're so confident in them, you're the guy that brought the other guys in to block them from getting A.B. So he didn't play more, right? Well, where's he going to play? Well, if he hit, he would have played. Who would he, if he hit? Like, is Abbott Costello. If he hit, who's he taking out? LeBayu at third? Is he taking oh, out Volpe no. at short? Is he it's taking bad. out Labor Torres, right, who was you, one of the best second basemen in the American League last year? If you want to win, you're going to play the guys who are hitting. If he hit, he would have played, right? I guess if he hit better than Volpe, he would have played shortstop, and he would have won the thing out of spring training. But Volpe won it out of spring training. I think it's a stupid discussion that we're having, oh personally. Oh, I no. think our player development system, all that matters from my end to you is, I think our player development system does a great job. You don't, you're questioning whether it does. That's your job to do. Proof will be in the pudding. Let's see how. So, so if Volpe comes up crushing it this year, are you going to be like, hey, I guess they, I guess their development system does produce hitters? I've, I've reviewed I don't the movies know. in front of me. The movies this year weren't good. Okay, if so the then movies are good. So let, next year we'll have a different discussion. All right, right? And, uh, then I'll then then I can hear you say, you know what? Remember last year? 
I look forward to that. Yep. I look forward to you telling me that when Bulky uh, crushes yeah. it offensively uh, this year for us, that you'll say, hey, man, I guess your development program did a good job. I and it was just, it was just sea legs under him his first maiden voyage year with not much triple Anders belt. I mean, I feel it's pretty basic. It's so contentious. It's so, so again, I, I, I listened to it and I found myself going, I could see us getting in that discussion with a general manager. AJ's not going to go there. He's not he's just contentious not, like that. He's not at all. I kind of sometimes wish that he was, right? Like, because that's, look, as, as tense as it is, that's a conversation. That's a conversation. It did feel like, it did feel like Brian Cashman, which he's going to do as the general manager. He's going to defend his moves. He's going to defend his actions. Would it have been better, Ben, for him to come out and go, you know what? We've got to do a better job. We've heard that a million times. We've got to do a better job at developing. You're right. It, it kills it right there, but when you defend and defend and defend, and the numbers that are backing up to these kids just weren't very good, you know, then then that's a kind of a bad Joel look. Joel Sherman wasn't being unfair. I don't think so and, at and all. And Brian Cashman is not totally wrong. It's not, you know, some guys to take a little more time to develop. And Joel is comparing, you know, hey, look at uh, the L.A. De La Cruz's in the world, the other organizations who are coming up. Corbin Carroll instantly having an impact in the big leagues. And your guys are not doing that. Why not? What's going on? And Brian Cash, well, they might next year. Well, yeah, they might. And then we'll have a totally different discussion. But as Joel said, I can only review the movie that's in front of me. That's and it. the one that we saw this year was, was not, not very good. good. Yeah, we could have the same discussion with A.J. Preller. And, and next year it could be a completely different discussion. But we can't. we can't just assume, well, next year is going to be better or different. We're reviewing the movie we just saw. Wasn't a very good movie for the Padres season as well. So the guy who made the movie, the director, the executive producer, which, by the way, is AJ and AJ, didn't do a very good job. He's not up for any Academy Awards this year for the movie that he put out uh, in theaters downtown in, at Petco Park. Yeah, it's exactly right, man. So really, really fascinating stuff. And again, the reactions from New York media this morning on you know the, the morning shows. and They actually, at one point, he, he started off and he said, you know, I think this team's pretty effing good. Michael K. Ben actually thought that that was a uh, he was getting trolled because he didn't see it. He was, I guess, preparing for a show or whatever. It was happening at the same time, <laughs> and he didn't he didn't mention that quote because he thought it was one of those fake responses right. for the general manager of the New York Yankees to come on and say, "We're, I think we're pretty effing good." Is a rough, rough look for them. So yeah, that that, that took up the uh, don't do this because it was so fascinating. We did all doo-doo this yesterday. So just play DG, DJ Mega Doo-Doo for all the kids in the car. DD Mega Doo-Doo. DD Mega Doo-Doo. DD. Yeah. And uh, we'll save some time for Dennis Dodd. Excited. Who can talk about the other uh, story that's been in Don't Do This, the Michigan sign-stealing scandal and a weird twist. Did you see the vacuum cleaners? Sure did. Yes, Sure did. How do vacuum cleaners relate to the Michigan... Sign stealing scandal in the Big Ten. It's it's as weird or weirder than the Astro stuff. Remember the tattoo. Uh, remember um, Jose Altuve. Don't rip off my shirt. We've heard all kinds of things, and it is it's getting very weird. All right, our friend Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports is going to join us coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety seven three The Fan.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Primetime NFL games are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app. Tomorrow, listen to the Panthers and Bears. Next Monday, Broncos and Bills right here on 97.3 The Fan at 4.30. Or you can just download that Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. We're going to talk some college football in just a second. Dennis Dodd from CVS Sports going to get us caught up on the Michigan scandal. Get new college football playoff rankings came out yesterday as well. We'll get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So what do vacuum cleaners have to do with sign stealing at the University of Michigan? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that Dennis Dodd can explain it either, but he does join us right now on Ben and Woods. Dennis, it is always great to have you on the program. How have you been doing? Uh, overwhelmed. <laughs> I, I would love to cover some football. How about that? Football would be say. good. Right. Between realignment, between this silliness at Michigan, um, it's not going to get uh, it's going to get thicker before it gets thinner. Because uh, of a lawsuit, but it's just been it's been a weird, weird year to cover college football. You know, Dennis, and it's been hard to sift through the the truth. It's been hard to sift through yeah. the accusations. Yeah, and and it it reminds me, and, and a lot of people of the Astros scandal. We had just started as a show when the Astros stuff uh, broke, and to say we were shocked was an understatement. We spent a lot of time on it. We haven't really uh, with this Michigan uh, scandal, as it were. How big of a deal if if. Everything that's being reported is true. How big of a deal is this truly for Michigan? Well, if if Jim Harbaugh's name wasn't attached to it, 
if the Big Ten's name wasn't attached to it, if Michigan's name wasn't attached to it, and, and really a rookie inexperienced commissioner dealing with it, it, it would have been much ado about nothing. But, of course, none of those things are true. All those names are attached to it. So it becomes, at first blush, obviously, the bluest of blue bloods, Michigan tells us time after time, we do things right. Jim Harbaugh said it again this week, I think. Uh, he said it this summer um, to the point that this is one of the sign-stealing and quote-unquote cheating is one of the oldest tactics in college football. It, it's gamesmanship. It's, it's, it's not the Astros. The Astros were communicating signs. This is different. This is like, Astro, uh, like the Astros in that the rules don't say you, know, you can't steal signs. No, that's that's allowed. The rules say you can't travel and scout a future opponent. And I was frankly surprised at that. It's been that way for 29 years. I thought, nobody would send a GA. Sure. SDSU, go watch Fresno State play or something. But no, you can't do that. And then within that, uh, videotaping signals and disseminating them for you know your game. So that's what this, this started out to be, and, and involving this super fan, Connor Stallions, who apparently was uh, had an elaborate network of, of people working for him, basically scouted every Big Ten team in the country. You can understand why their coaches are upset, and their ADs, and they want retribution. The problem is, now you get into the legal thing, where if the Big Ten tried to suspend Jim Harbaugh today, there there will be a... Uh, an injunction filed, and I quoted one source saying, in 10 minutes uh, to get him back on the field. So it's really complicated. Dennis, is there any credibility to the original claim by Harbaugh that he didn't know what was going on, that it's a, it just was an overzealous staffer that was trying to do you know, too much and, and did all these things? Can, can anyone really believe that? Does that make sense to you? Well, in the fog of war yesterday, I think I read a story on ESPN that basically said the NCAA had concluded he did not know. But that's hardly an excuse, uh, because the story I wrote last week, in January, the NCAA changed the wording in its coach responsibility bylaw uh, from a coach shall be presumed to be responsible for the actions of his staff to shall be responsible for the actions of its staff, even if he didn't know. So if, there, if, if the NCAA finds violations, it will be stuck to Jim Harbaugh. Now, you can mitigate that finding uh, by presenting evidence, but no, that's, that's not an excuse that he didn't know. And I think it's up to the, up to the fans and the readers for them to believe that he, that he didn't know. You know, it, it, it's completely plausible, and I'm not, you know, in his camp necessarily. It's completely plausible that they hired this guy who, you know, showed some uh, proclivity towards this, and when the information started to come through and it was really detailed, yeah, we ought to use this. But it, it, it's not a good look at all, obviously. Uh, talking to our pal Dennis Dodd here, NCAA insider for CBS Sports. And, you know, Dennis, uh, once they start getting into the financials and they say, oh, well, you know, he made $55,000 a year, but he lives in this home that costs this much. And uh, then, you know, I did see Ben mentioned the vacuum cleaner. Well, porch, he's all, porch full of vacuum cleaners. I don't know what that has to do with anything. He essentially, Ben, ran a very lucrative vacuum cleaning repair uh, company. <laughs> That's out of where he's getting all the That's money to do this. Money to do this. And it stinks, man. It stinks to high heaven. There's no question about it. But, you know, the one thing I did find interesting, and, and I read 
that the NFL will not provide a safe haven for Mr. Harbaugh should yeah. should he choose to leave. You you know, I I'm not a USC fan, but I remember Pete Carroll kind of slinking away. Great timing, great job, goes to Seattle and you know, but then USC's hit with sanctions and stuff. What is the next step if if the NCAA comes down on Harbaugh? Is he in danger of of losing this gig? Well, I, yeah, that that was my question from the beginning. What is a meaningful penalty for Michigan and or Jim Harbaugh if everything we've read is true? Well, I think we've seen from recent cases that the NCAA is not in the business of handing out uh, postseason bans anymore. They just aren't. Um, Kansas was investigated for five years in that uh, IARP case with the Southern District of New York uh, dating from 2017 and didn't get that. Uh, so, And that's really all the fans care about. What you have has to be considered here is that Jim Harbaugh is already under investigation for lying to the NCAA about some minor recruiting yep. violations, level two during COVID, uh, that, that he says he didn't know about and was ready to be wrapped up earlier this year in a negotiated resolution, four games, that's fine. The uh, the committee on infractions came in, the NCAA, and said, oh, no, 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 this isn't going to be swept under the rug. We're starting a full-on investigation. So to mitigate that, and this is an ongoing investigation, major violations, Michigan sit on its own self-imposed those three games at the beginning of the year. That wasn't the NCAA, that was Michigan. So now you've got parallel track. I can't remember, maybe Tarkanian at one point, to, uh, a, a major college coach on parallel tracks at the same time being investigated for two major violations. We shall see if Connor Stallions is a major violation. The other one is, or allegedly. Funny bring up Tarkanian. I saw his quote yesterday, which is about college basketball, but applies here when he said, nine out of ten teams are cheating and the tenth is in last place in, in college <laughs> athletics. Feels, feels a little appropriate today. <laughs> Dennis, I actually have a football-ish question for you. Has to do with the college football playoff rankings. Uh, came out again today, same top four as last week. I just I like it to make sense, and, and Ohio State at number one makes sense to me. They've got uh, the most impressive wins so far of anybody. But then why wouldn't Mich- or why wouldn't Washington be number two with their with their win over Oregon and as strong as the Pac-12's been this year? How are they still sitting at number five as undefeated with that win over number six under their belts? Well, I, I agree with your second point. I don't agree with your first. I have a big problem with Ohio State being number one. I don't think they're a fully formed team. Uh, out of those five, uh, Kyle McCord is, is an unproven quarterback to me. Uh, Rutgers took them to the fourth quarter. Apparently the committee didn't see that when Georgia really handled the number 12 team in the country in Missouri. Now their schedule isn't as, as, as strong. But, but look, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about Notre Dame. They're a three-loss team out of the rankings. <laughs> And that that win barely because Notre Dame had ten players on the team on the field looks worse and worse. But yeah, as far as far as Washington, yeah, I think you can make a case. Uh, I think you can make a case for Oregon in the top four. I know they lost to Washington by by three in a missed field goal at the gun, but I think they proved themselves beyond a shadow of a doubt how good they are. Um, I, I would make a case for Michigan being number one or, or Georgia. Uh, having seen them live now a couple of times, I, I think they're one of the most complete teams in the country. They're sort of boring, but they're very, very good. And that speaks to the overall tenor of the of the season, I think. There are no great teams. There are a few good, really good ones. 
and then it, everything else after that. It will, guys, it will work out. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan play each other. Oregon, Washington play each other. Uh, it's very, very unlikely there's going to be five undefeated at the end of the year. In fact, I know there's not going to be, but if Ohio State loses to Michigan, they can stay in the top four, much the same they did last year. Dennis, do you give Michigan the nod just simply by how badly they've beaten the absolute terrible teams that they've played? They haven't played yeah. anyone. No, nobody ranked as of now. Uh, looking in, at their at their their schedule, but they have decimated these teams. I mean, the defense is staggering. Uh, what they've been able to do, offense has been explosive. They will have Penn State this weekend. I think they will handle them. Uh, and then again, they'll they'll end the season with Ohio State. That's going to be a really really good football game. It should be. But is it just because of the their Goliath? You know, they're just beating yeah. the beating teams up. Actually, Goliath got I, beat. So <laughs> I elevated them. I think about a week or two ago because simply because of what you just said. And in week nine, now week 11, undefeated means something. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Liberty and James Madison being ranked, not in the CFP, but in the AP poll, undefeated. That means something. Uh, you survived injuries. You survived your conference opponents. You, met, you know, negotiated the schedule. Uh, so, yeah, and I, I, coming into this season, this was Jim Harbaugh's best team. Blake Corum decided to come back. He was an All-American uh, running back and destined to be a Heisman finalist when he uh, blew out his knee late last year against, I think it was Illinois. Guys, Michigan is so strong, they don't need their leading rusher, Blake Corn. They can get by Donovan Edwards as the backup. He ran for 200 yards against Ohio State last year. They could be in the same exact position without their, their best running back and probably their best receiver. That's how deep they are, which speaks to another point here. This, you guys are probably old enough to remember Watergate. Nixon didn't have to bug the Democratic headquarters. He had 70% of the vote that year. <laughs> um, Michigan didn't have to do it. They're really, really good. Yeah, We've seen that. Now, the first question I have at the Ohio State game, if they win uh, in the interview room, is Jim, there are those that, that say all of this is tainted. How do you react? Did you have to ask that question? Yeah, you have to. It's going to be interesting, fascinating, and fast. Just la- last thing for me, Dennis. Uh, I wanted to get your national perspective on Brady Hoke and the Aztecs, and I, I promise it's nothing personal. I have nothing against Brady Hoke, yeah. but it seems, but it's becoming more clear to me that the success that San Diego State has had football wise was much more due to Rocky Long. Brady Hoke was in the right place when Rocky left and decided he didn't want to be a head coach anymore, and they promoted him, and he had a good season. They gave him an extension that now seems like a big mistake. And they've got a huge buyout that they can't afford with a new stadium yeah. that is not drawing any fans because it's a, a substandard product. The and only fans that are there are holding signs that say "Fire Hope." Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a good situation. Yeah. What was supposed to be a celebratory last couple of years has turned into a real problem now for JD Wicker. And I wanted to get your kind of national perspective on it. Yeah, the, the move to the Pac-12 dropped out, you know, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I, I just think. Brady Hogan underachieving this year is just part of it. You know, I, that I still contend that stadium is one of the best venues on the West Coast, if not the country. G- given the amenities and built the size, they built it for the per, you know the perfect market. They didn't build fifty, they didn't build sixty, they built thirty-five. And I understand the, the attendance problems and the ticket issues, um, but but to turn that around, you've got to get people excited in whatever the Mountain West slash 
Pac-12 is going to look like. Uh, and that's the challenge um, for J.D. and the administration. Uh, I'm not breaking any new ground here, but that's the truth. Well, we got uh, Brian Dutcher and the basketball team off to a good start yeah. again and excited about that. They just hung a, a Final Four banner, which is uh, one of the coolest moments we've had in San Diego sports in a long time. Uh, but, yeah, football's been problematic. Dennis, we always appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Glad to be on. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dennis. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports. Uh, you're right. Uh, big games. Finally, this week, Michigan will will get a test at Penn State. You like Michigan in that one, yeah. but at least it'll be a real opponent for the first time. Uh, Georgia takes on Ole Miss. That's a that's a top ten showdown. And Washington will have to play Utah. Now it's at home, and Utah doesn't have a ton of offense, but they got a good defense. You know, you would think Washington won't score fifty this time at least against Utah. So you do have three actual real significant games in college football this weekend after a season where it feels like somehow the top teams have not had to play each other at all the whole year long. And it got me thinking yesterday, the the scheduling impacts the narrative so much. What if Colorado, what if Colorado's schedule had been flipped and they had their hard games early, like these games where they've gotten their doors blown off by teams and, and they started like 0-5 and, and then Dion won a couple of games. Beat you know, beat Colorado State in double overtime. They wouldn't have got much credit for that if they were zero and five at that time. Right? You know, TCU would have been a nice win later in the season, but TCU, yeah, they're they're okay. Would there be any hype for Colorado at all if they were sitting? What's their record right now? Four and five, three and five. Yeah, they've won. If if they hadn't three started times? three and zero, would there be any hype left? Would it have ever even been created at all, or is it simply because of the when of their schedule that they had those winnable games early and they surprised some people, and all of a sudden Dion became this national sensation when really it could have gone the absolute opposite way, and they could have had kind of a fairly mediocre season, which well, is what they're really having right they're now. They're having a mediocre season right now, but, I mean, again, you beat a, a, a probably overranked TCU team for your first win, you're going to get some. Right. You're going to get but some. Pump, been, but it's also if that had been week nine and they had taken on a TCU that was unranked and won that same game, yeah. it doesn't create the sensation that it created in week one. I think you're going to have some sensation anyway, just because of who the head coach is and the way that he went about building that team. Right? I think that's 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 where the a lot of that publicity comes in into. And hey, listen, at the end of the day, no matter what their record is, their AD is elated. It was he got a, a bargain getting Deion Sanders. Uh, to, I mean, uh, th- they've sold more tickets, Ben, than they could have ever dreamed. But their schedule would they do it again? Yeah, yeah their schedule worked out perfectly. Though, it really to create did. hype, like overhype for that team. Oh yeah, they were way overhyped. We overhyped them. Everybody overhyped them. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't know how to coach. It doesn't. I mean, they had one win last year. They have four now. I mean, I'm still interested. I'm, I'm still I'm very not, interested. Like, they're not going to be the game of the week every single week right now. That, that's but what I'm, I'm saying. Still they, interested. They wouldn't have been the game of the week at all. Yeah, it's an interesting story with Dion and taking a step forward. Would it, they would have written some nice things about him, some good columns. College game day, you know, Fox Big Saturday. They wouldn't have all been there for a, a month straight if it had if the schedule had worked out a little differently and they had gotten off to a slow start and then won a couple of games later. It's all timing and scheduling. Timing's and it, everything it just creates a football. narrative sometimes. Yep, absolutely. And right now, it's been, we just keep seeing these top teams, clobber bad opponents. Finally, we're going to get to see some, some better games, hopefully, here late in the season. And realignment will be interesting. 
uh, as far as matchups and things like that go. But again, I mean, it's all cyclical. It, 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 who did you recruit? How did you get them? What kind of what can you offer them? I mean, give Dion again a couple of years. Give a lot of these guys a couple of years to see what the the program they can build. All right, we have uh, two hours to go. Uh, if you missed it, we are going to have Will Venable join us at eight thirty-five from the Texas Rangers, World Series champion and former Padre. Will Venable, looking forward to that conversation coming up. Uh, we also have some Green Day tickets to give away in our second half of the show. So, lots still to come on Meadow Woods on a Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.